I am very well. I would love for us to do a conversation, a topic that is so easy for me that I can just speak about it while I'm lying in bed. You guys always come up with the most difficult topics. (laughs) Doc, how was your long weekend? Ah, I spent it with family. It was Mm. good. And how was yours? Oh, uh, mine was was decent apparently. Uh, Mo's yeah. was not so decent. <laughs> <laughs> no, Doc, we, we we punish ourselves. We we can't keep doing this. But you know it happens where you 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 haven't seen someone in a while, then mm. you bumped into them somewhere, Doc, and you're like, "Phew, you've gained so much weight." What happened to you? Or, or or you tell a friend of yours that you haven't seen in a while. You know, as boys, we always say things. Yo, huh. so shang a puza face. <laughs> you know, all of these things. I mean. <laughs> It, it may seem frivolous and trivial then, but for some, it, it's actually got quite an impact on, mm. on, on their feelings and how they see themselves. Is there, Should they be tacked in the way we say these things? Should we even say it at all? Uh, come on, people. Yes, they have to be tacked. You know, you do a lot of damage when you're meeting at family gatherings and people even say to you, because, oh, like, really, honestly, it's mm-hmm. just not okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's the favorite one that people say, hey, you've grown. Like, they don't really know what to say. They say you've grown, whether you're not sure whether you've got more wrinkles, you've got gray hair, are you fat, are you, have you lost weight, are you built on? You don't really know what they're trying to say. Mm-hmm. But yes, there's a lot of tech that needs to go to it. But today we are talking about it more in terms of an intimate relationship where you've been with somebody for a long time, you've gone through the phases of the different stages of the relationship, and you've actually done the introspection. You are aware that there are certain issues you can run away from them, and you are no longer attracted to this person. So the basics about is it what is the underlying reason? Is it that is it that you no longer love them? Is it that you are angry? Have you have not uh, forgiven them for something? You've gone through the things, and then it comes to the fact that you are no longer physically attracted to them. And even so, there are certain basics to communication that you need to observe. The manner of approach that you're going to raise the issue where you're going to raise it, the timing, the setting, and just basically your own preparation in terms of your gymnastics about if this is what the scenario that might happen, how will I handle it, how am I going to be empathetic, how am I going to be able to show up afterwards. So those are the basics. But the conversation that we are having with in, uh, in an intimate uh, relationship is that you are aware that there is something that it might be about. And I want to just take people through a few things. It might be that you are actually recognizing that you, the, the, your, your partner has got a very poor body image, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps they've gained weight, perhaps, perhaps they've lost a lot of weight, or that they have a self-esteem issue that is just making them completely unattractive to you, right? They might also have poor personal hygiene, bank. Whereas mm-hmm. I can choose like a normal, you know, you've got halitosis, or because they have body odor, they mm-hmm. don't seem to, to recognize, or they've got what, what people... Um, struggle with who have diabetes and they drink a lot in the morning, they don't smell good at all, right? Or maybe they have poor grooming. You realize that the way that they dress, their personal style, are certain things that really don't look good for you. And then there's the one about physical and sexual desire. You no longer find them attractive and the desire is actually gone. And as a result, something is missing, the spark is missing in your relationship. How mm-hmm. do you have this type of conversation where you're no longer attracted? And it's no longer enough to say, Kamrata, we've got children, we've got this, the history is no longer enough. You realize that you are off, you're no longer on the same on the same page. So we're hoping that people will call and share about how they've experienced a loss of uh, attraction in their intimate relationship and how they've navigated that that, that road. Mm, indeed. In fact, let's open up those lines. 089-110-3377. Any personal experience with regards to this uh, topic today where 
all of a sudden within your romantic relationship, your intimate relationship, you know, things are not going well because either you're no longer attracted to your partner for all the reasons that, or some of the reasons the doctor has stated, or maybe you're the one who feels that way right now. And when this conversation came up, how did it go? Because I know that for some, it's literally the end where, you know, it's terrifying, Doc, to tell your partner that they're a little on the other side of the scale um, and, and, and you know how, how, how that's going to make them feel. And I mean, should yeah. you tell them? You know what I mean? Because oh, at the end of the day, you're the one who's grabbing onto those handles. So a part of me says, well, surely you should be able to say something as much as there's some sensitivities involved. I don't know. Uh, look, um, when you do not tell people the truth about where you are in an intimate relationship, recognize that your silence might be a form of betrayal. That once your partner feels or realizes that you've been hanging around me all the time and I've been studying palliative and you've never told me, mm. it's like, who am I and who are you and what is this relationship? They're going to feel very, very uh, betrayed. And, and that sense of deceit, it, it breaks trust, right? But also we can be talking about the fact that you no longer feel sexually gratified in the relationship. And they think they're blocking you like Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's not where you are. But if yeah. you are not communicating, you are actually highlighting the fundamental uh, uh, foundation of your relationship that it's shaky. The trust, honesty, transparency, and openness is no longer a space that you guys have as a couple. So it's important to be able to have this conversation. But observe the basics about what, how you communicate difficult news as well. But that's the point. Before you actually venture out, there's some people who think that I must just tell you, I need to be honest and tell you what my literality or what my truth is, and then whenever you will deal with it. In fact, when you have a higher EQ, you realize that a personal mastery is the first level in terms of being aware and learning how to communicate and manage yourself. The second layer has to do with how you observe, how you manage, and how you how you engage and communicate with other people. So you can't just dump in the news on somebody that actually breaks their soul and then leave it up to them to clean up. If you care and you still want that relationship, be mindful of the fact that all that you need to do is what is the outcome that you desire. You have to be thinking about that as well because if ever you have not really thought about the outcome that you that you desire and you're just going to go and battle, right? Mm. Uh, if the relationship falls apart from then on, then you are complicit to it. You, you've contributed to it falling apart because you didn't think about what do you want to get out of it. Secondly, where you want to have conversations about difficult issues, recognize that openness, transparency, and honesty isn't just only about difficult issues. It starts with other things. So look at how you as a relationship, as a couple, as a person, your your, your, your track record in terms of being honest, in terms of communicating authentically from a genuine place. Because when you have a tendency of being abrasive, of being, you know, shooting from the hip, and you literally leave people with bruises, it also makes people develop a thicker skin against you and not necessarily receive what you say. And then they might go to speak, I mean, think about a woman who you are saying, hey, you got to get me. And she's literally mm. just had a baby. She would actually go and find facts. You might find that your partner goes and gathers facts that actually tells them that, no, what you are observing is actually just you being critical and not being sensitive. And the facts that I have gathered are actually validating me and acknowledging me and giving me a context that makes me understand why there's a change and that it's a you problem, it's not a me problem. Problem, right? Mm. So recognize that there may be multiple perspectives. Your version of it, even if it's your uh, your your truth, doesn't mean that it is that truth. There's different mm. perspectives to it. And when that is going to happen, how do you navigate so that you listen and you hear what your partner is going to say? And then you actually come together cooperatively and collaboratively on how to sort the matter out together if you still want to be together after you've 
talked about the issue. Yeah, because you know what, Doc? Sometimes some people can't handle the truth. I mean, that is just the thing about it, right? And, and of course, that truth, even though perhaps you say it in the interest of the relationship and of, and of transparency, transparency can actually create an impression about you that may not be correct. In other words, to make you look like you, you're a bad person or that you're comparing them to somebody else, etc. And it, yeah. should we just accept that as a consequence to say it's bound to happen? Because really, I mean, it's, it's a rocky road. You, you know what I mean? Anybody would, wouldn't take it kindly being told that they are this, that and the other. Well, it depends on how you say it more. It depends on how you say it. But also it depends on what you want to get out of it. If you recognize that it's not a sprint, you're not using bulk, it's going to be a marathon, then you understand that you might have to say it in a piecemeal fashion and you need to be patient to allow the process to unfold and to reach a fruition. When you've been with somebody for a long time and you recognize that they struggle to take the truth and be able to work at it, then it's a you, it's a you decision, right? Because mm. if that is the outcome that you desire and you realize that I might not get to it, then you make a decision. What are the implications for you if this person is not receptive, if they are resistant to what you're saying, and there's no improvement? What are you going to do about it? Remember, we are talking about the fact that you no longer have that attraction. Mm. So are you the kind of person more who would stay, who would endure, who would persist and persevere in a relationship when you are no longer attracted? Mm. If the answer is yes, cool. Let's move on. But if the answer is no, then you are going to have to deal with your truth about the fact that on the tape and you actually don't like the way she smells. Fact, Doc. Honestly, facts. All right, we've got a couple of tweets. We'll check those out shortly. It is Personal Mastery with Dr. Tsepiso Matenji. Yeah, finding yourself in a relationship or a marriage and then your partner all of a sudden ain't so attractive anymore because their body has changed for a number of reasons, some as an order of nature and some honestly self-inflicted. I mean, if you're having God does every day, what do you think is going to happen? You know, <laughs> what, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Something's got to give. Yeah, something's got to give and uh, things are going to get a bit heavy, you know. Um, here, here's a, a tweet, Doc. Now, this one is from Miss G. Miss G says... I lost a lot of weight and everyone had something to say. I discovered I had a chronic illness which part of which was part of the, you know the cause of weight loss. I've learned to embrace who I am and see what I can do to be comfortable in my own skin as long as I am healthy. There are those other instances where you know you've got some sort of illness or medical condition and a bit of empathy would be nice as well from from your partner for instance. To say, no, but you know I'm not well, or you know I'm battling with this thing, and that here you are, you know, trying to trying to force me to be Mrs. South Africa or whatever. Look, um, I, I want us to have empathy for the person who's finding and actually admitting that they're having a loss of attraction to their partner. Um, and this way, I'm trying to say, let's not vilify the person who actually says, I no longer like the way you look. 
I no longer like the way you smell. I no longer like this and this and this about you. Mm. And the reason I come from that place is that this is a very difficult conversation. And the part about the, con- the conversation is that you have to do a lot of soul searching about yourself to be able to admit that you are no longer in a place where you find this person attractive. And because it is not necessarily politically correct and it's not seen as, it might be seen as body shaming, a lot of people repress the relationship. And I want to ha- align this, for example, to me, where you are, you've been aware that you don't like the baby bump that your woman has. Mm. And as a result, instead of you admitting that you don't like the baby bump or you've been trying to put in him, you are now seeing that you're not getting the results and the baby is now 14 years old. And in fact, you start trying to find other people who are mm. actually resembling the body image that you are attracted to. Mm. And then instability comes in. And this, by the way, happens with women as well. So I want us to come from that place where we don't vilify the person who says, I have lost attraction. And simply listen to how do we talk to you about how you communicate your truth to your partner instead of vilifying so that if you are also on the receiving end, you recognize that their truth about their level of attraction to you is just as valid and important as your journey and your health issues about why your body image or why you are the way that you're presenting, the way that you are showing up is not at the level that you, you would like for them to see you. Both sets of reality, the complexities they can coexist. You can communicate about them. If, if you're trying to say it's mutually exclusive, as I am right because I've just had a baby 14 years ago or because I have a health condition. That truth it might, it's, it's true to valid. However it does not in any way invalidate what your partner is feeling about the fact that they've got a loss of attraction towards you. Mm-hmm. If you want the relationship to last, you want it to endure, you want this little bit of a bump to be something that is just a phase that transcends your relationship to the next level, you're going to have to be willing to listen to the feedback and then work together cooperatively to try and actually put things in place to correct where correction needs to happen. Mm, indeed, Doc. And this is such a an important conversation. I know some strings have been pulled and it's difficult. But you know what? Um, we, we start these conversations or at least we, we, we inspire them or you know, just add a bit of a spark and, and we hope that they'll continue even beyond this. We are out of time, Doc, but thank you so much for taking this conversation there. Absolute pleasure. And I hope it's a great value. You too, Doc. Have a fabulous week and thank you so much. Dr. Tepisoma Denji on Personal Mastery. Coming up next, we have The Bridge. Dino Aranaka is here in all black everything. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, I see she's still in the... Uh, Metro FM birthday party spirit because <laughs> that was pretty much our theme. May the black... weekend continue. Yeah, black and gold. <laughs> I don't even know what I had gold on. I, I don't. Uh, you know, themes themes can really humble you. Hey? You know, as a DJ, just bring your golden headphones. <laughs> there <sorted>. we go. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. We're back tomorrow from five to nine. From us, it's a good morning, a good day, and good vibes. Here's Java Umkebo. <laughs>